with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Alan Wishart in the host chair as usual, Justice on the board. And it's winter out there, folks. The temperature dropped a little bit overnight. It's supposed to stay like this for the next few days, which is probably pretty good news for my first guest, Colleen Van Mook is the executive director of downtown Prince George. And Colleen, you guys have got Winterfest on this weekend. Yes, Saturday, February 17th is downtown Winterfest. We are back. Mm-hmm. And yes, we've definitely been watching the weather. Um, <laughs> as we are saying, we are quite light on snow this year. Yes. But we're going to still be heavy on fun. Yeah. And we have our uh, sculpture artist, Peter Voglar, oh, uh, Ephemeral yeah. Arts, with his teammate, Alex. They are here. They are in town. They Whoa. arrived last night, so they'll start today um, preparing the site. So we do have ice. Good. And I think that that is something that we are so proud of in terms of uh, community involvement and partners. Mm-hmm. We actually harvest the ice from Nest Lake Bible Camp. Oh. And we uh, learned about that opportunity uh, the first year we did this Winterfest in 2017. Uh, we had actually had to order ice <laughs> to travel all the way from Vancouver because we didn't came, really. It came in little well, ice you know, cubes for your drinks, <laughs> yeah, and just exactly. hey, we had to push them all together. But no. then th- that year there was again a, a atypical. Uh, we're talking about weather. There's no, no way to plan no. for it, and the ice truck couldn't make it to Concord. <laughs> So we uh, were looking at what our other options are. And Peter, who uh, does a lot of ice, snow, mm-hmm. uh, sand sculptures, has worked in a lot of different communities. And he said, is there a, a, a lake or something where you, we could get the ice? Oh, and gee, Prince George Lakes. <laughs> oh, we might have one or two. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, talked to our friends at Nest Lake Bible Camp, and uh, they've been our partner ever since. It works out perfectly because you may know they do a polar bear swim. Yes. Uh, January 1st and uh, so that ice is clear because they keep it clear Mm. Uh, I will tell you that uh, earlier when we were at those record high temperatures Mm -hmm. uh, the thickness of the ice was diminishing Uh, yeah we were at about uh, 10 inches apparently Uh, but uh, last I heard and I think it may have changed with this cooler weather we got it up to uh, 12 inches and uh, that is apparently very good thickness for, for Peter he's happy about that so the ice is here. Peter will be uh, constructing the ice slide mm. again. And so the event is taking place at Veterans Plaza yeah. in front of City Hall. It's a lovely location. And uh, so we will hopefully uh, be able to get enough slope for our ice slide yeah. that people will have some fun on that and some ice sculptures. Uh, we also have the mini rail coming. Mm. Uh, they'll be setting up. Yeah. And thanks to QP uh, Local 399 and Local 1048, they are sponsoring the train. So it'll be free ah, all day long. Okay. And the event does start at 11. Yeah. Uh, we finish up at 4. We have, again, partners like the Prince George Public Library, Exploration Place, uh, a group called Kids Nature BC mm. that will be uh, yeah. providing activities that people can uh, enjoy and take take part in. Again, we're still calling it an outdoor winter playground. Yes. There just might not be quite as much snow as we've seen in the past. No, now, a couple of things now. With the ice slide, I'm guessing advice to people who might want to try it, don't wear shorts. 
and uh, as a matter of fact, we really encourage uh, snow pants. Yes. Uh, uh, because it makes you slide a, a little bit better yeah. for sure. Uh, last year, the temperatures were starting to warm up, mm. and so the ice slide uh, w- was a, a, a little Whee! bit a little wet. But yeah. um, I think we're, as you say, I think we're looking at some great temperatures on Saturday. Yes. And the other thing that's back is the S'more Contest. Mm. So we have some great organizations that are going to be uh, making delicious s'mores. Mm-hmm. And they sell them to support uh, different charities throughout right. the community. And so uh, we want you to show up and uh, purchase some s'mores. And we really want you to show up with a good appetite as well because <laughs> we have an outdoor food court. Huh? And with regards to that, uh, we... Uh, are welcoming uh, the Gosling, uh, Afro-Caribbean, Frank's Family Concession, and Origins Kitchen. So we have a few vendors that are going to be outdoors providing some uh, appetizing food that you can enjoy throughout the day. Now, we should mention, you said it starts at 11, but one sort of event starts before that. That's right. You're paying attention. Uh, the, For a change. the Legion is hosting a pancake breakfast, <laughs> yes. and the Legion's just on Sixth Avenue, right so in front of City close. Hall. And so, uh, if you want to warm your tummies uh, before you start uh, participating in the activities, mm-hmm. uh, pop in to the Legion for pancake breakfast. And uh, they they are going to serve a bit of lunch starting at eleven thirty oh, as well. Okay. But um, you know, the, the, we won't be shy on food. And the other no. thing is that uh, it's Saturday. Downtown is open for business. We have yes. a lot of restaurants and our shops. and We've got the community markets underway. That's correct. Yes. The farmer's market, 830 to 2. It's yeah. every Saturday. But, and uh, ours right here, Q3 Community Q3 Market, 830 Yeah, so really... We're, we're, we're kind of excited to be able to host the event on Saturday in downtown, and we know mm. that people will have fun at the actual event, but you can really mm. make a day of it. Uh, we also have the Caribou Cougars showing up to play road ah, hockey. Okay. Uh, so uh, bring your sticks. We'll, we'll have a few sticks, but if yeah. uh, you've got a favorite hockey stick that you know is going to work well, well bring it down. Yeah, that, that's your size. That's your size. <laughs> yeah. That's correct. And, uh, you know, we will have some... Uh, entertainment by dj ant so he Ooh, usually heats yes. things up he's uh you know got some great tunes yeah. that really lend a, a great vibe to the mm-hmm. to the festive atmosphere that we want to put across on downtown winterfest and i understand you guys have also got a couple of mascots showing up we do we yes. have uh rowdy cat okay and, uh Gingy, I believe, from Gingerbread Toys. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, it's kind of fun if you show up and run into one of them, get a nice photo. And Mm -hmm. um, I I think for them, it's not a bad idea to be walking around in those costumes on a winter day. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, really, we are so excited to be able to just invite people to come downtown have some fun bring your family and friends mm-hmm. it is family day weekend we know some right. people yes uh might be out of town but we know some people might have some friends and family visiting so what town. a great way to, yeah. to to have a social time in downtown prince george and i'm always feeling like i'm going on and on there's so much <laughs> that we do in our events and that's yeah. because we have great partners and uh we have great support for our downtown but if you're not sure um, what's going on, our website is downtownpg.com, and we have all the details there uh, for you to take a look at and get some the times of things and 
also what else is going on downtown because yeah. we have we have a pool downtown we have an arena there's public skating yes. at the Cobe Har Memorial Arena in the afternoon we have the library and two Ga- rivers gallery will both be open mm-hmm. uh, and so there's those kinds of things that you can check out as well now I am thinking it would have been what about a month ago when we had the real interesting weather showing up you were probably going i hope this doesn't last too long with like the minus 40 at night and then the five feet of snow in one day yes well you know (laughs) this is something um we are faced with anytime doing an outdoor event i mean we did downtown Summerfest this past summer on one of the smokiest days that Mm -hmm. we had and what's really um, encouraging is that people still want to come out yeah. and they want to support us, but they also want to find some fun things to do with the family. So, mm-hmm. you know, we know we can't control the weather and mm-hmm. we just hope for the best. And as you say, it looks like it, it'll be a decent day for sure. Now, one other thing, because I was just glancing across the street at the farmer's market, and I saw the windows and it suddenly occurred to me, I know who did those windows, and she's going to be at that's uh, right. Fest as well. MP Artistry yes. face painting Mandy. She will be uh, on location as well, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, in that regard, she uh, bring, bring some money. The, mm-hmm. She will yes. be charging for the face painting, and uh, of course, the the concessions and the s'mores yes. um, are something where you might want to have a few dollars in your pocket uh, mm-hmm. and to support the great things that we're providing. But once again, I'll say that we're excited that the train will be free. Yes. The Railway and Forestry Museum will be on site with the Cotton Rail... The Cotton... Wood. Ex- cotton Wood. Wood Express. Yes, I think I so. I think that's what it's yes. called. Yes. <laughs> anyway, the mini rail. Yes. It's always fun. Um, and uh, Local 1048 and 399 are our partners with regards to that. So. Okay. Now, there was something else I was thinking of while you were talking about this, and it's gone completely away from my mind again, which happens a lot. Uh, (laughs) I understand that. Yeah. But you know what? Again, if you forget, you can just go on our website. You can see everything that's going on downtown. I know there's some things happening at Omnica Arts on Saturday. And, uh, you know, again, we just... It's an opportunity to host an event, but remind people that there is a lot of great things in our, in our downtown, and we have some great uh, entrepreneurs, but we have some great places where you can enjoy uh, some fun with friends and family. As you were saying, like the downtown is open on Saturday, so people can go shopping and everything, but of course, me, Winterfest is sort of the really, shall we say, condensed version of the different seasonal fests, isn't it? Like with the Summerfest, Fallfest, things are a little bit more spread out in terms of where they're happening. Winterfest, it's where? Right there. Yes, well, you know, I think that um, we did make some changes post-COVID. So, uh, you know, at one time our events were in one location. We have moved them around throughout downtown. So Summerfest has been in front of City Hall. It has been at the Canada Games Plaza. Mm-hmm. Years ago, it was uh, on, on the streets of 4th uh, Avenue. Yeah. So we do try to um, make sure that we uh, host an event in a location that people can find that's mm-hmm. um, easy to access. And then we, when it was COVID, we had to be a little more uh, creative yes. uh, because events were not supposed to happen. So no. we worked with the, with the farmer's market that were able to... Uh, close off the streets and have their events. So 
I think that's probably what you're recalling is that we have had a few different uh, ways of delivering yes. our events in the last few years. And just last year was the first year we were able to host Winterfest yeah. at that location. And it worked out well, so we're back at Veterans Plaza again. And I remembered now what it was I was trying to think of earlier. The S'mores Contest. Are all of the contestants going to be in a specific area? That's correct. Okay, so, uh, so you don't have to go wandering all through Veterans Plaza looking for s'mores. You know, we um, if people think about coming to Veterans Plaza, they're coming to City Hall. Some yes. people don't really, you know, think no. about where exactly Veterans Plaza is. City Hall has a beautiful deck um, mm. in the front of it, yep. and so our s'more contestants will be set up on the deck of City Hall, oh. as will Mandy for face okay, painting, yeah. and uh, so. Th- It'll be fairly easy to see where you can get your s'mores. And then the outdoor food court is on um, 7th Avenue in Dominion. And then we have the road hockey on the same Mm. street. So it's it's a really lovely location. Yes. Really lovely. Now, for people who may be a little bit worried about, it seems sort of strange to say, calorie watching, how many people have you got in the s'more contest? (laughs) Like, how much room should people leave for (laughs) s'mores? We have five five groups. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's not terribly bad. Well, but. it just depends. Yeah. Um, we do have, if you go on the website, we do have a little bit of information about what the s'mores oh, are. Okay. Oh, and oh. there's some creative names that actually oh, are not oh. coming to me at this particular time. But, this worries uh, me. So if you want to kind of get a little uh, idea mm. of what you're, you need to save room for. No. Definitely go to the website and see what our our uh, s'more contestants <laughs> are planning. Okay. So Colleen Van Muck, Executive Director, Downtown Prince George, Winterfest. What's the date? What's the time? Where's the location? Saturday, February 17th at Veterans Plaza, City Hall, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Unless you want to go to the pancake breakfast first. And, yes, yes. definitely consider the pancake breakfast and definitely consider hanging out in downtown Prince George all day long. And what's the site people go to to get everything they need to know about Winterfest and downtown Prince George? Downtownpg.com. Okay. Colleen, as always, thank you very much. Thank you, Alan. hopefully the weather holds up for you on Saturday. We'll take it. It's winter. That'll that, that, uh, take a quick break and be back with more after nine. Community Radio CFISFM needs your support. While our station is run predominantly by volunteers, money is always needed to keep the monthly bills paid as well as for the production of new local programming. Memberships, donations, corporate sponsorships, and advertisers all help to keep your local independent broadcaster functioning. For more information on how you can contribute to this vital part of the Prince George Media Mix, visit our website at cfisfm.ca or give us a call at 250-563-2347. Are you a leader who wants to take their leadership to the next level? Do you have an emerging leader on your team who needs support? At Pivot Leader, our Leaders in Business program combines leadership training with one-on-one coaching to help leaders just like you. You'll learn how to deal with people better, handle conflict, hire and keep staff, delegate more effectively, read financial statements, and learn coaching skills to move your team along. There's a less stressful way to improve your outcomes. We can show you how. If you'd like to be a better leader, reach out to us today at pivotleader.com. Pivot Leader will help you grow, train, and sell your business. Canadian Arts and Culture Organizations. Student Work Placement Program at the Cultural Human Resources Council is able to provide wage subsidies for post-secondary level students to work for you. A two-minute phone call to confirm your eligibility 
20 minutes to complete the online application and you'll secure thousands of dollars in less than two weeks. If you hired, currently employ, or would like to hire students, we want to hear from you. Find our contact info at culturalhrc.ca. Forecast from Environment Canada. Mainly sunny today, a wind up to 15K, a high of minus 4 with a wind chill this afternoon to minus 10. Clear tonight with a low of minus 13. For Wednesday, sunny, wind becoming south 20 in the afternoon, a high of minus 5 with a morning wind chill to minus 15. Thank you for tuning in and staying tuned to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Yesterday, I had the chance to chat with Clarence Boudreaux, who is a local singer, songwriter, and writer, more specifically, who is later this month going to become the second time, for the second time, the recipient of the Gene Clark Local History Award, this time in the service category. Clarence, that's uh, quite the accomplishment. I'll tell you, it's a real honor, Mm -hmm. and it was a real shocker for me. I never, in my wildest dreams, thought I would win an award like that. Yeah. Now, what book did you win the publication award for? Because I know you've had a few books out. That was A Penny for Your Thoughts. A Penny for Your Thoughts. Gee, I wonder where that title came from, Clarice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can tell you where it came from. Um, We put on a reunion in 1995 in Penny. Mm -hmm. There was uh, about 10 people living in Penny, and we had between five and 600 people come back. Yeah. And uh, at that time, we started the book, mm-hmm. and, and we thought, well, we'll make it about 25 pages long, mm-hmm. just a little book about pen. Yeah. And we started, and then somebody came up with the idea, and uh, I guess you knew uh, Bob and Barbara Harkins. Vaguely, yes. Vaguely, yeah. yeah. Well, they were part of our committee, and Dave and Karen Yamrich and mm-hmm. my brother yeah. Jack, and uh, Jean May and Arnie, and we were all getting together, and somebody threw the idea out about doing this book. Mm-hmm. So we went at it. and uh, But somebody came up with an idea. Let's send word out all over where we can get it out and uh, ask people to write their stories in about Penny. Okay. And bingo, they started coming yeah. in, and the book started going. It ended up 200 and some pages <laughs> long. Wow. Yeah. And we had a great time at the reunion. That was um, um, the CN sent a special train out, and we had rides. Oh. We had a helicopter donated there for the day for rides, and then we had a band which my son uh, brought up from Vancouver Island, mm-hmm. and they played. And we had dancing and and uh, just a great time. Oh yeah, what yeah. And so now that book was the one that ended up winning you. The award, The Jean yeah. Clark Award. Mm-hmm. But you've been nominated a couple of other times for other books as well, right? Yes. Uh, I was nominated for this one here for in a, uh, I Hear the Mountain Calling Yeah, last year, yeah. Okay. And uh, I think that's the only other time I was okay. nominated. Yeah. Now, your books that you've written, are, are they basically about Penny? The one I wrote? Yeah. This one? Uh, yes, it's... Uh, Actually, it's my life, mm-hmm. but a lot of it, uh, you know, Penny comes into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you lived there for, what, 80 years? 80 years, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I lived there for 80 years. Uh, I might still be there, but uh, we had a head-on collision, and uh, the wife and I, when mm-hmm. we were about 80 years old, that's something you don't want to no. try. No, no. it's not recommended. No. No. So, uh, 
we couldn't live in Penny anymore and, yeah. you know, do all the things we had to do. Yeah. So we moved to Prince George. Okay. And I'm enjoying it here now. And yeah. Got a nice place. And, and, and it's not like Prince George was foreign territory either. You obviously probably spent a fair bit of time in Prince George. Over oh, the years. yes, yeah. I did. I'll tell you a cute story about that. <clears throat> I always say I was bushed, eh? Mm -hmm. Because I spent so much time in Penny and I loved the bush and everything too. Yeah. But uh, my mom had to bring me in, I think, to see a dentist. And I believe I was probably nine years old. Yeah. And I remember walking down the streets in Prince. And I said, hello, 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 hello. And the people were turned around looking back and said, wonder where that guy crawled out of, you know. <laughs> people in Prince George aren't that friendly. No, no in Penny you said hello. I know, because you knew everybody. Yeah, you knew everybody, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been writing, how, when did you start writing? Like was that, was the Penny reunion book sort of your first go at writing? Well, actually, I didn't do much of the writing no. there. I but I told a lot of the stories. Okay, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. But uh, actually for writing songs, yeah. I started that after the accident. Okay. Yeah. I had written one song in 55 <clears throat> for my wife. Yes. And uh, then in between we were so busy doing other things, no more time for writing. But now I would say that I, I don't even know now. I'm, I was looking through a bunch of stuff this morning, yeah. and I've got a um, hundred and some odd songs up there. Wow. Yeah, that I've written. Yeah. And uh, I got one I wrote for Mexico. Mm -hmm. It's called Hello to Mexico. I got 113,000 views out of that song. Wow, on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, on Facebook. On Facebook? Okay. Yeah, on Facebook, yeah. 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 So now... It's for people who are looking for your songs, they might be able to find them under Clarence Boudreaux, but there's actually a better name to use, isn't there? Yeah, Penny Slim. Now, was that name because you're from Penny and you are fairly slender? Yeah, yes, it is. Uh, my, actually, my son Larry gave me that name mm. when we were down visiting him in Nanaimo. Okay. And uh, he picked that because, uh, like you say, uh, lived in Penny so yeah. many years, but Slim, that's a creek, you know, on Highway 16. Mm, okay. Slim Creek? Yeah. We had a hunting camp on, at the mouth of Slim. Uh, okay. A beautiful place, so he picked those two names, and that okay. Penny Slim. And yeah. it, it does sound like an old-time country singer, doesn't it? It does, too. Singer. Yeah. Slim, yeah. yeah. Take a quick break and be back with more on the conversation with Clarence Boudreaux, a.k.a. Penny Slim, after nine. Volunteer drivers are needed for the Prince George Council of Seniors Meals on Wheels program. Meals are delivered Monday through Friday between 1.45 and noon. If you have a vehicle and are interested in giving back to our community, you can help out this important program once a week or more. For more information or to volunteer, contact Wendy by calling the Council of Seniors office at 250-564-5888 or by emailing hnc at pgcos. A priest, a minister, and a rabbi walked into Deb's Cafe. Deb asked them, what is this, some kind of joke? 
Like everyone else, they just wanted great coffee, a fresh, hearty lunch, and some tasty baked treats. Our specialty bakery also offers numerous choices that please diabetic and gluten-sensitive customers. If you're ready for a treat, let us put a smile on your face at Deb's Cafe and Specialty Bakery, next to Pharmasave at 7th and Quebec. Canadian Arts and Culture Organizations. Student Work Placement Program at the Cultural Human Resources Council is able to provide wage subsidies for post-secondary level students to work for you. A two-minute phone call to confirm your eligibility, 20 minutes to complete the online application, and you'll secure thousands of dollars in less than two weeks. If you hired, currently employ, or would like to hire students, we want to hear from you. Find our contact info at culturalhrc.ca. Eat healthy and fresh at Homesteader Meats. Founded by Ben and Rosella Clausen in 1982, Homesteader Meats has two premium quality meat and gluten-free products, plus Wednesday is Seniors Day at Homesteader Meats. Seniors 55 and over save 10% off regular prices. Single portions are available in most items, including pierogies and sausages, and are half-pound packages off ground beef, ground pork, stew meat, and meat pies. Everything from Erladen to patties is at Homesteader Meats in two locations, College Heights and Park Hill Center. This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. Back to the interview I did yesterday with uh, Clarence Boudreau, a.k.a. Penny Slim, about winning the Gene Clark Local History Service Award and his music. How do you describe your music? Like, do, is it, is it old-style country for the most part? Or? Yes. I, I, I don't even know the proper name for it, but I yeah. say country-western. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Who are some of the artists who you would sort of maybe not compare yourself to in terms of you know how good you are or anything, but in terms of artists you sort of sound like? Well, a lot of people told me that I sounded like Hank Snow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In my singing, yeah. Yeah. Either side of the country, but Yeah. 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 I liked Hank Snow singing. Yeah. He was a good singer. Yeah. What? The other one I'm thinking of from that same era would be Wilf Carter. Wilf Carter, yeah. yeah. I sang a lot of his stuff, yeah. too, yeah. Do you yodel? I used to. Okay, yeah. I, I used to yodel in uh, 1980. I got asthma. Oh. That was the That's, end of the yodeling. Yeah, that doesn't help with the yodeling at all. <laughs> I no. think a lot of people were happy. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, yodeling is one of those things, if you're good at it, it's great. If yeah. you're not so good at it, Ooh. it sounds horrible. Yeah. Like that one time I was joking and this guy said I, I used to have one of them on my car but it fell off. Okay. <laughs> Quite a compliment. Yeah, well, yeah. But anyway, you know what? I have a CD mm-hmm. that we made back before I got asthma. Right. In matter of fact, in 76. Okay. I'll give you one. And if you want, you're free to pick songs out of there and put them on. Okay. When you want. Yeah. You can use it. Okay. How would that be? That sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now, so now you are, next question, I just got to quickly ask this, because the ceremony for the Gene Clark Local History Awards is coming up in, what, about a week? week it's coming up on the 25th, yeah. Right. Are you going to be entertaining? No. The, okay. I, I, I've been asked. Okay. But uh, I, I never know from day to day if I feel like singing. Okay. Yeah. But you know what I think, I'm just guessing now, but I think... They're going to have one of those big uh, screens up. Right. And they, and may, they, may, they may put my song on there. Okay. Uh, there's a fellow from uh, Rogers. Mm-hmm. He's a really good friend of mine. And he's got my songs on there uh, four times a week. 
Okay. For yeah. a half an hour yeah. every time. Yeah. And uh, I I don't know how you find that exactly, but yeah. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. And he's got the newest one on, and and also he, what he's doing is he's picking through my songs and he's putting them onto YouTube. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 So a few of the songs on YouTube. Now, when you sit down to write a song, how long does it normally take you to write a song? You, have you got a half a minute yet? Because I have to explain it. Okay. Um, well, I, I read a book on uh, the songwriters in Nashville. Yes. Supposed to be some of the tops. Yeah. And uh, the reason I like the book is that they agree with what I said. Mm -hmm. And this is how I describe it. When you get an idea for a song, it's like, say, that there's a cloud of songs overhead. Yeah. And all of a sudden, for some reason, they pick you and one dips down. <laughs> okay, now you sit down. It just flows. Yeah. The word just... And it, it acts like it's coming through you. Yeah. Not from you, but no. through you. And if otherwise, if you sit down at the table and you're going to try and write a song, forget it. Yeah. Because nothing comes. No. It's a, just a jumble, you know. And you, you have trouble finding words. And uh, that's the best I can do to explain that. Clarence Boudreaux explaining how he makes his music. Now we're going to hear one of those songs from Clarence, or otherwise known as Penny Slim, the name he records under. This is Hello to Mexico by Penny Slim. Here is a song I should have written long ago To my country fans that I don't even know they are folks I will never get to meet, but their loyalty would be hard to be. When friends take vacation, Thank you. 
Mexico from Penny Slim, otherwise known as Clarence Boudreau. As Clarence, he will be receiving the Gene Clark Local History Service Award from the Prince George Public Library Board. The ceremony takes place February 25th from 1 until 3 at the downtown branch of the library. You are asked to RSVP to 250-563-9251, extension 119, before February the 16th. We'll be back with more after 9. The Prince George Parkinson Support Group meets the third Saturday of each month at the Spruce Capital Senior Center. Anyone suffering from Parkinson's or assisting someone battling with a disease is encouraged to attend for the sharing of information, education, and support. For more information, call Gina at 250-960-1600. That's the Prince George Parkinson Support Group meeting the third Saturday of each month at the Spruce Capital Senior Center, the corner of Rainbow and Liard Drives. The Elder Citizens Recreation Association is home to a wide variety of activities. Card players can take part in cribbage and whist. The musically inclined can join the ukulele group or the forever young choir. And for those who have an artistic flair, there's a craft group. Physical fitness is easy with carpet bowling, floor curling, yoga, and more. Stop by the office for this month's activity calendar. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 3, the Elder Citizens Recreation Center on 10th between Vancouver and Winnipeg Streets. Your community, your call. Report crime anonymously 24-7, 365 days a year by calling Northern BC Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-8477 or online at northernbccrimestoppers.ca. Our next community shredded event is Saturday, April 27th from 10 till 2 at the PGSS parking lot. Shred your personal documents safely and securely with a $10 donation per bag or box. To keep up to date, follow on Facebook, Instagram, or northernbccrimestoppers.ca. Forecast from Environment Canada. Mainly sunny today, a wind up to 15K. A high of minus 4 with a wind chill this afternoon to minus 10. Clear tonight with a low of minus 13. For Wednesday, sunny, wind becoming south 20 in the afternoon. A high of minus 5 with a morning wind chill to minus 15. You're listening to After 9 on Prince George's Community Station. 93.1 CFIS-FM. We're back and chatting with... We're waiting for our next guest. Yes. Yes. Genevieve Jade has a yes. new album coming out. New so album coming out, new single out. She is, should be here shortly, yes. and then you can uh, find out more about that. Yes, and then she can put up with me for a while. Yeah. In the meantime, you have to put up with me. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought we should promote uh, the bingo Yes, tonight, 7 o'clock. Tonight, 7 o'clock, yeah. This is... Um, Put on by Chet TV out of Chetwind, which mm-hmm. confuses people because, well, okay, so how do you do that? Well, they do it online through YouTube. Yes. And we've actually uh, run it uh, two weeks now here in the event mm-hmm. space. And, yeah, we got the big screens up. Yeah. So you just sit there and, and they uh, broadcast live into, uh, well, into your own home if you want. That's what I would say is so you don't even to come down here yeah. if you want to stay at home. Yeah. So, yeah, today, the final day for you to get tickets for this week's bingo. And uh, we are open till 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But you can also, if you're going to come down here to play, you can stop in uh, uh, after 6.30. Okay. And so uh, get just your tickets just before, ahead Just of, before game time. Yeah, get yes. your tickets ahead of time. Um, 
So hundreds of dollars worth of prizes. Okay. The uh, big game is a jackpot of a thousand. Yes, but it has to, you have to get the bingo on a certain number of uh, yeah. numbers called, right? Yeah. So that's and if it doesn't get one in those certain number of uh, the consolation prize is, is four hundred. So yep. still, and the jackpot and, goes and up the next jackpot week. Yes. Grows exactly. And I tuned in. Uh, Chetwin's been doing their bingo on Thursday nights for. I don't know, six or eight years. Wow. Uh, it's been a long time. And yeah. I tuned in on, on Thursday night just to see how they're, how it's done yeah. up there. And uh, they had huge, well, 4,000 was one <sighs> jackpot I saw. Jeez. But they also played a, a, another game with a $6,000 jack. So Rough. they have a lot more yeah. games that they play because uh, they've been at it for a lot longer, right? So yes. it's developed over the years. Ours is just yeah. starting out, so we have uh, it's pretty basic. Uh, yeah, four games and but yeah, still sim- simple think, and easy to play. I think the progressive. I think started at a thousand, which is still not a bad prize to rock away from. Oh, ex- well, yeah. uh, well, even you know, uh, four hundred the consolation. Your, yeah, because uh, the the bingo tickets are only five bucks a piece. Yes, so. so. That's a pretty good deal. And, of course, all the proceeds go to help, uh, well, actually, they, they help keep you employed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, some some people might say, oh, wait a minute. So well, I yeah, don't they, go. Not, <laughs> they might say, oh, I'm not going to play and yeah. uh, support that guy. No, uh, so bingo license uh, number 146929. And, of yeah. course, know your limit, play within it. Okay. And, Reg, if you can leave the chair because... Well, why don't we take? Why don't Gender, we take? Genevieve Jade. Why don't just, we just take the break, and, and then, then just go all the way through? Yeah, and then you okay. can go right through to the end with okay. uh, Genevieve. Registration is now open for the BC Indigenous Swimming Development Camp. The two-day camp is being held March 23rd and 24th at the Quesnel Recreation Center in Quesnel. Indigenous youth ages 10 through 18 from all levels of the sport are invited to participate. Registration and full details are available through the Indigenous Sport, Physical Activity and Recreation Council's website at ispark.ca. The registration deadline for the BC Indigenous Swimming Development Camp is March 19th. Prince George's favourite empty nesters are back. Be on hand as Henry and Alice set out on a weekend getaway armed with a copy of Sex for Dummies to reignite their love life. A hilarious and relatable comedy, Sexy Laundry is back by popular demand through Theatre Northwest's season of magic and mystery. Containing a lot of coarse language and sexual humour, Sexy Laundry starts Thursday and runs through March 6th at Theatre Northwest. Get your tickets today at theaternorthwest.com. How can you help seniors in need? This winter, you can make a donation to the Prince George Council of Seniors Seniors Resource Centre. Help seniors receive food, housekeeping services, or other supplies or resources they may require. The Seniors Resource Centre provides many services to seniors in Prince George. Every penny helps them to continue providing these services. Donations can be made at the Seniors Resource Centre, 1335th Avenue, or through the donation link at pgcos.ca. There are just two Golden Age socials remaining for the season. Monday, March 25th and Wednesday, June 12th, the City of Prince George, your Council of Seniors, and a host organization provide tea, coffee, snacks, table prizes, and decorations at the Civic Centre for those 50 and older to enjoy an afternoon out of social interaction with other seniors. It's a great break for your well-being and mental health. Don't miss the next Golden Age Social, 2 o'clock Monday, March 25th, at the Civic Centre. 
keeping you up to date on current news and events in and around Prince George. This is After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Now, someone I've spoken to in the past a number of times and always enjoy it because she's always got interesting takes on things. (laughs) Genevieve Jade, local singer, songwriter, musician. And you've got, it's sitting right there on the table, a new... Is it, a, is it an EP or is it a CD? It's an EP. Okay. Yeah. So how many songs on this one? Five songs. Okay. Yeah. And now, how long was it since the last EP came out? Uh, it came out late 2021. Okay. Yeah, so in November of 2021. So just over two years. Yeah. And now the five songs that are on this one. What's the name of this one, by the way? Uh, this song, uh, this album's called Why Am I Like This? Sorry, why? Why am I like this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the first album was called I'm Not Who You Think I Am. Mm-hmm. And this one is <laughs> Why Am I Like This. It's a bit of a theme. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're getting very introspective with your <laughs> album titles, at least. <laughs> why Am I Like This? Is that the name of one of the songs on the album? Yeah, okay. so the title track of the album is yeah. called Why Am I Like This. Yeah. So these songs that are on this album, are any of them... I don't really like to use the term, but leftovers from the other album that they just, for whatever reason, didn't fit? No. No. No, they're completely written for this project. Okay. Yeah. Now, they're completely written for this project, so that makes it sound to me as if you sat down and you had an idea for what you wanted this EP to sound like and then chose songs that fit that. Yeah, I'd say I would like to say that that was the truth but it's not <laughs> no i <laughs> i very much uh subconsciously write songs mm. and then later on i am able to sort out what it actually all means <laughs> um so it ended up working quite well because all of the songs do have a certain similar theme they kind running of link, throughout link together. Yeah. yeah which they tend to do um mm-hmm. but it's usually subconsciously for me it's not intentional wow yeah so you write a song like say why am I like this I mean you're playing it obviously you know, getting the rough edges off of it finishing off the lyrics and at the same time another song is percolating in the back of your mind going hey I think I would like that song really nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I, I use songwriting as a form of um, as a form of like therapy for myself mm-hmm. I don't write because I want to write. I write because I have to write. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's a different kind of thing for myself anyways. I, I very rarely sit down intentionally wanting to write a song. It's usually, it just kind of boils up to a point where it's time to release and then that's when the song comes. Yeah, so, so it's, a, it's a different form of songwriting for myself, yeah. So when that happens though, do you sometimes have to almost like drop whatever it is you're doing? And sit down and write because otherwise the song is saying, look, you've got 10 seconds to start writing me or else I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and have you ever had a song fulfill that threat because you didn't quite get started in time? And by the time you did sit down, you were going, what was that idea? <laughs> yeah, I guess I kind of look at it as it just, it sounds cliche, but it just wasn't meant to be a song. Mm. Then. You know, if it didn't happen, yeah. it's okay. There'll be another one. <laughs> and when you do sit down to write a song, 
does it have does it almost have to flow right away like yeah yeah, yeah definitely if it's not happening in that session it's probably not going to be a song no. so even though you even though the idea was in your mind and it sounded great and yes we're all set to write this song and you write down the first verse and you write down the chorus and you start yeah. writing the second ver- and you're going no (laughs) this isn't working yeah if it's if it's getting tricky i usually abandon it (laughs) (laughs) now do you abandon it totally or do you sometimes come back to a song um sometimes i will come back to lyrics Mm -hmm. if i have some like one-liners that are written down on scrap pieces of paper i'll gather those together (laughs) um but yeah usually the chord progression whatnot it comes yeah, it's got to be there. Go. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. got to be there, and and then that also probably makes it a little bit easier to write the lyrics because you know how they've got to fit in terms of okay, I can't have twenty seven syllables in this line because yeah. it just doesn't work with the song. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, are there? How often do you rewrite your lyrics then because they don't fit with the song? Uh, not very often. Okay. No, the the, the lyrics are the lyrics. <laughs> okay. Typically, I'm very much like this is the way it is, yeah. and if it doesn't fit, I will. Yeah, it's not happening. No. So now, except <laughs> I'm for stubborn. except for those first bits of inspiration you're talking about, where you've got to have that inspiration to be able to sit down. Has your songwriting changed at all, like the way you do it? Uh, I don't think my songwriting style has changed. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would just. I've just changed as a person, as mm-hmm. we do. You know, we yeah. grow, we learn from different experiences. So I would say that maybe the content has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think my songwriting style personally has changed, but I have, um, in this EP, we did a lot of collaboration, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed, and I haven't really done a ton of that in mm-hmm. the past. Yeah. Um, so I worked really closely with um, the person who recorded my EP, Connor Pritchard. Mm. Um, Connor and I remapped some of the songs slightly together. He co-composed the EP as well. So that collaboration was really great. And then also my bandmates, of course, collaborated with me as well and yes. all of their unique parts. Yeah. So it was very much like a more collaborative process than anything I've ever done before. Now, is most of the collaboration with the melody, the instrumentation, or do some of them every once in a while say... Genevieve, that line just doesn't make sense. Uh, Connor and I have worked on a few of the lyrics together, mm-hmm. but mostly that's uh, usually that's that's my thing, and I yeah. yeah. And your bandmates have gotten to the point where they trust you. I think they're this is yeah yeah totally. I think they're um, focused on on their parts yeah. more so. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but no, they have never come to me and tell me that that line is funny. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're thinking it, but they That's, haven't said it. Well, maybe it's supposed to be funny, though. Yeah. Like maybe it's supposed to be a bit of a joke. Didn't you get the joke? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> now, the songs on this EP, then, Why Am I Like This, is there, You. it sounded like you were saying there was sort of an underlying theme to them. Yeah. What is that theme? Is it something you can put into words fairly easily, or is it just you have to um, listen to the songs? Yeah, I think everyone can take something different from the songs, and that's the beauty of of music mm-hmm. and songwriting. Um, but I think the the under for for myself, the theme of the album is, um, I guess, me working through different emotions and struggles with my mental health. So I would say that that's like the the biggest theme. Um, mm. But 
someone else might not get that out of the mm-hmm. the music. So I don't want to go too far into it and rob that yeah. idea from them because there is a lot of other emotions and feelings in the songs as well. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone can kind of hopefully relate in some way. Maybe yeah. it's not the way that I relate to them, but yeah. So I think we've talked about this in the past. For you, songwriting is a way to work through some of these things. Yeah. Get yeah. your feelings out onto paper. And then how often do you have something you want to write about and you write the song and then you say, okay, I've written it, but I'm not going to share this one with anyone. It's a little bit too personal. Um, a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just a few times, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, usually, I like to be pretty open, and I think if it can help someone else, mm-hmm. I try my best to share it. Yeah. Yeah. Are there times where you've written the song and along those same lines, you've gone back and changed a couple of things so it's not quite so Genevieve specific and it might be a little bit more open to other people's interpretations? No. No? No, not usually. No. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but I think I try to write in, try to write as... In metaphor, if I can, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't it's sometimes it's more blunt than others, but yeah. <laughs> I think still like people, I know myself, I listen to a song and then I'll hear an artist interview about that particular song, and a lot of times it's very different than yes. what they were intending it to be about, yeah. and that's what I love about music and storytelling. Yeah, how often have you had a song that you wrote, and maybe even you recorded it? And then after you recorded it, you listened to it, and you were going, okay, actually, that's a somewhat different song than I figured it was going to be. Oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the times, for sure. Yeah, the music can definitely uh, change mm-hmm. the vibe of it and how it's recorded as well. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go into the recording studio, you and the band usually go in with, this is exactly how we're going to do things. And that lasts usually, what, about three minutes? Oh, no, we never go in like that. Oh, okay. No, I know better working with, <laughs> with Connor. Um, we, um, he's a great producer. Yeah. And we often, we we cater the song to how it needs to be catered to. Okay. Yeah, so we're, I'm very open to the song changing and transforming. I know not, not a lot of artists are, but yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that collaborative process and... Seeing how a song started into what it transforms mm-hmm. to be, yeah. Have you had some songs change very dramatically in terms of the instrumentation? Like, ultimate example, what you had is basically a waltz has become heavy metal. No. No. No, not usually, <laughs> but um, there's been some different arrangements for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, different arrangements of more so like maybe taking away a bridge or adding a bridge, mm-hmm. something like that, Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the genre seems to pretty much, yeah, stay true to how, okay. it was, how it was intended to be. Are there times when you're in the studio and you've got, you're laying down the tracks for the song and everything, and all of a sudden all of you are going, I'm going to use a very old line here from Saturday Night Live, we need more cowbell. <laughs> Have you ever been in that situation where everybody in the group basically says, maybe not cowbell, but we need... We need we more need, glockenspiel. We need more glockenspiel, or we need some other sort of instrument in here. And then you call around to your friends and find out, do you know how to play glockenspiel? Yeah. <laughs> well, I play glockenspiel on ah, this. Okay. <laughs> on this EP, actually. Oh, golly. 
<laughs> which was fun. Okay, I'm going to have to make a note of that now. So she's a singer, songwriter, glockenspiel player. Yeah, I love playing. I love experimenting with different instruments. Mm. There's some little fun little fun percussion things happening that yeah. Connor usually tends to add when there's no one else in the studio. <laughs> um, on our last album, he added a saxophone part, which wow. none of us were expecting. And then no. we heard the final mixes and we're like, wait. I don't recall somebody with a saxophone from? in the studio when yeah. you were doing this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun though. But um, collectively, no, I don't think that that's happened f- to us as a band, thinking that it needs to be, mm-hmm. yeah. But usually I'm the first person to listen to the mixes after by myself. Yeah. So maybe if we listen together, that would happen. But, but, but yeah. you listen to them and you say, I like it. And I that's, like all, it. It, that's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> I'm the boss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pretty... Uh, I'm a pretty lax boss. Okay. Yeah, I'm a pretty chill boss. So a new EP out. Now that usually means shows. Yeah. What have you got coming up in the next little while? Um, Well, we just had a show a couple weeks ago. Yes. Which was really great. That was one with Buddha AM. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, So we're going to be back at the Legion for our album release on on March 23rd. So a month after the EP comes out. Okay. Yes, yeah. So I figured I'd give it some breathing room because usually I do a show immediately after and I don't really get to soak it in. It seems Mm -hmm. very rushed. So this time, yeah, we're going to be doing, yeah, March 23rd and then hopefully move into some festivals come summertime. Okay. Mm -hmm. Genevieve Jade, the new album, Why Am I Like This? The song we're going to listen to right here, though, is I Feel Everything to wrap things up and Darren and Reg are in tomorrow after nine. Something about you makes me feel small. The little things you do don't feel so little at all. Why do you want me to change the way I am? This hold you got on me.
After 9 is a weekday presentation of CFIS-FM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Eric Allen, Darren Guess, Trudy Clausen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair. Theme music is by The Ebbs. Listen for a rebroadcast of today's program tonight at 10. And for past shows, check out the archives link at CFISFM.com. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email CFISFM at yahoo.ca.